Radio Free Hillsdale 101.7 FM. This is Charger Rundown. I'm Martin Peterson. And I'm Jake Sievers. This is your one-stop shop for all things Hillsdale College sports. All right, Jake, let's start with you. All right, starting off in men's hoops. A down-to-the-wire game went the wrong way for the Hillsdale College men's basketball team Saturday afternoon in Ohio. The Chargers came up short in a 53-52 loss to the Lake Erie College Storm in Painesville. The loss makes Hillsdale 16-7 overall on the season. In a battle of the two best defensive teams in the GMAC, the overall point total came as no surprise. Both teams feature tough, disciplined teams on the defensive end of the floor, and defense dictated the pace and flow of this game. Hillsdale had possession of the ball down one with 10 seconds left, but could not convert, and the storm came away with the win. The Chargers shot 33% from the field and once again had a hard time getting to the free throw line compared to their opponents. Hillsdale was 9 for 10 as a team from the foul line, while the Storm barely shot better than 50% from the charity stripe, but took twice as many, going 11 for 20 as a team. That two-point difference was greater than the game's final score margin. Harrison Nigo and Dylan Lowry scored 13 points apiece for the Chargers, the only two players who scored in double figures. Davis Larson led the team with eight rebounds, while Austin Yarian came off the bench to collect seven points and seven boards. Over to women's basketball. Sometimes the shots don't always fall, but hard work and defense still produce winning basketball. After struggling to score for most of the game's beginning, the Chargers crashed the boards and got to work defensively, earning a 64-43 win over Lake Erie College in Painesville, Ohio. Hillsdale's winning streak now stands at five straight as the team improves to 13-11 overall and 11-7 in the GMAC. Senior guard Allie Dwyer was terrific leading the team with 16 points and 10 rebounds. She's one of four Chargers to score in double figures. Senior Brittany Gray scored 11 points, making three three-pointer baskets. Freshman Lauren Daffenberg came off the bench to score 11, while freshman Grace Touche also scored 10 in a reserve role. Ott finished with nine points and 10 rebounds for the Chargers. We are now joined in studio by sophomore guard of the Hillsdale College women's basketball team, J.C. Berger. J.C., thank you so much for joining us today. Thanks for having me. So you guys started off the season a little, little tough, uh, hit some rough patches early, uh, but five games in a row that you guys have been victorious. You guys are really hitting your mark right now. What's kind of been the di difference from the beginning of the season to now? Um, I think in the beginning of the season, we were still um, trying to find our identity as a team overall. We lost a couple big pieces in Allie Dittmer and Maddie Reed, who were very strong in their roles last year. So we had to figure out what our new roles would be this year in their absence. And I think uh, right around the first time we played Finley, even though that was a loss, we really stepped up our scout defense, which helped us to, uh, in turn, not put so much pressure on our offense. And that's really what's got us going. Now, for you listeners that do not know, J.C. is from Pittsford, which is about 10 minutes uh, down the road from Hillsdale. What's it kind of been like over your uh, you know, your first year and a half here, being that close to home? How have you adjusted to that, especially in, in the basketball sense? Like, obviously, your family gets to come to most of your games. Is that a really cool experience that you get to do every single game when you play? Yeah, um, it's really nice to be able to look up in the stands and still see my family at every home game, most away games since it, uh, on average, we're only about three hours away from all our away teams, but um, it's easy to adjust. It's not on campus is just like you're away, away at college anywhere. And, but then like when I drive into town, I'm like, oh, yeah, I am at home. I'm here all the time. But on campus, I still feel like I'm at college. So that's nice for you personally. Uh, talk about the difference in your game from, you know, your last play of winning a state championship your senior year in high school till now. Like how much has your game grown since then? 
Um, my game has grown because I have um, taken on more roles throughout the entire game of basketball. In high school, I was mainly just a scorer. Like that's all I my team needed, so that's what I did. But here, I am surrounded by um, good players all around. I play with uh, two a thousand point scorers, one that's really close, and uh. I'm needed to play good defense and rebound, and so that's what I do, and I need to make shots when I'm open, and I try to do that too. So I feel like i am just become more well-rounded. So, JC, uh, before we get to we'll talk about uh, the individual players on your team in, in just a minute, but uh, for you it was a different situation. You were recruited by one coach here. Um, he got let go here from Hillsdale College. Uh, coach Matt Fritchie comes on. What You did not end up opening your recruiting process up again. Uh, tell us why you did that. Um, I didn't open my recruiting process because Brubaker was very open with me throughout their um, hiring process to hire Coach Ritchie. I felt like I was in the loop and I felt like I was still going to be um, wanted here at Hillsdale, even, no matter who the coach was. And I didn't come here just because of basketball. I also came because I liked the school and the atmosphere. So, For uh, for our listeners that do not know much about Coach Ritchie, what, what can you tell us about his style of coaching and and how you, you've adjusted to his coaching style uh, throughout your first year and a half here? Um, one of his biggest mottos is trust. So he is a very he's a coach that will give us a scout and expect us to just trust them and, under, and understand that they do their best when they send us a game plan every week. And in turn, they trust us to make the offensive decisions. We run motion offense, which is um, the players get to make a lot of the reads and cuts. It's not a lot of set plays. It's we play and score based off of each other it's not based off what he tells us to do so that's really cool to have a coach that um, places his trust completely in us on offense and then we place our trust in him on defense so over these past five games you guys have proven that you're capable of winning any which way obviously a few weeks ago against tiffin you guys put up 90 in a shootout 90 to 72 and then this last game against lake erie you scored in the 60s and still got the dub. Uh, what about your team allows you to adjust and win either offensively or defensively? Um, I think that we're, we really dug in on defense. That makes a big difference. Um, when our shots aren't falling, we can still guard at a high level. But when our shots are falling, we shoot at a very high level. We have a lot of three-point shooters on our team, which is why we can have uh, games where we score in the 90s. But three-point shots don't always fall like layups, which is why we also have games in the 60s. Would you rather have a defensive grinder or an offensive shootout? I'd rather have a defensive grinder because you know defense is always going to be there. That's something Coach Fritchie says all the time. He His newest saying is, offense is like your middle school boyfriend. Here one day, gone the next. But defense is like your best friend or maid of honor. It's always going to be with you. Wow, that's 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 pretty good. I, I, I think mean, I was just telling Jake kind right of the there. same thing about Michigan basketball and mm -hmm. how they were going to make a deep tournament run because they always have defense and that's always there. But. Uh, oh well um jc the thing is though that is that you guys do have a lot of offensive firepower on this team and you guys broke the school record again for three-point shooting this year i mean how fun is it are those games i know you said you like defensive grinding battles that you know you've had a lot of those games this year but boy is it fun to see when everybody's shooting the three ball really well isn't it it's so exciting um and it's so exciting on our team because you can look on the bench or look on the players on the court, and if you're not the person that has like three or four threes, you still have excitement on your face, and you can still see excitement on the bench. There's a lot of pictures, um, like that our coaches put up on our social media of the bench getting excited, and that's something I think is really special. 
We're talking to J.C. Berger here on Radio Free Hillsdale, 101.7 FM. And, J.C., uh, let's talk about some of the individual players on your team. First off, we'll start with seniors and, and, and obviously, Allie DeWire. Uh, two weeks ago, winning the GMAC Player of the Week, uh, she put on a show uh, scoring the most points in regulations, regulation for, as a, for a Charger player ever. Um, tell us about her game and what you've seen. I mean, you played with her a lot. You even played with her in AAU basketball. What is it like playing next to Allie DeWire? Um, yeah, I have played with Allie for a long time, and it's great. She's a constant source of positive energy, so she's always going to be there to pick you up and bring energy to the team when it's needed. She's a huge offensive threat. Uh, she can drive it both ways, super strong. She can hit the pull-up if people sag off her, um, and she's also very strong on defense. A lot of the time, she'll guard um, their best driver, their best shooter, so she's a great person to have as a leader to look up to. It, I think it's really cool that what you see between you and Allie and your guys' ability to rebound the basketball. Like you said, you guys lost Maddie Reed, Allie Dittmer from a year ago. You guys needed rebounding. I thought you two have really stepped up this season in getting rebounds. Was that something you, you two kind of emphasized as the season was getting started? Um, Not so much emphasize but it's something that needed to be taken care of and also I think Allie and I are fortunate we guard smaller guards and those smaller guards don't normally come and hit us and box us out so we have the ability to go help our post players clean up and just grab the balls they can't quite get to if they're stuck. What about uh, McKenna Ott's game obviously she does a lot uh, on both sides of the court uh, what have you seen from her this season? I think McKenna's a super strong player I love playing next to her she is um, a quieter sense of confidence, but she's always there, like a, a steady, a steady state, like someone to look at and when things might be going wrong and she holds herself solid. She's someone you can anchor on to. She is, um, one of our best two point scorers, I would say. Sometimes we get a little stuck on the three line and McKenna's there, there for a quick post up for, to break that three point streak, which we need. And then your third captain, Brittany Gray, um, doesn't have the most orthodox three-point shot, uh, but she can shoot it with the best of them. I mean, I, it, it's crazy. You watch her sometimes take some of these shots, and you know she'll hold on to the ball for five seconds and then just rip it, and then it'll go in. I mean, how big is her shooting have been for you guys this year? Because it seems like in big parts of games, you know, when you guys need a big bucket, you can rely on her for a big shot. Well, shooting is probably 70% confidence and Brittany is confident in her shot and that's always something you also look forward to at looking at your seniors looking at leaders is an unwavering sense of confidence and she has that and uh, every time I pass it to her I think it's going in we all think it's going in so um, I would trust her to take the game winning shots and I think she trusts herself and that's very important. You obviously know, knew from last year playing as a freshman how you know how uneasy that can be sometimes how difficult it can be being a freshman coming in um, Grace Touche and Lauren Daffenberg have been really, really special off the bench this season and scoring the basketball, especially. Uh, how nice is it to been to have to been a part of like what they've been able to do off the bench? Oh, it's so it's very nice to be able to watch them come in and um, make a difference right away. It's nice to know like when Lauren or Grace subs me out, I don't need to worry about anything. I can just sit back and watch them play their games. They're both wonderful players. Um, they're going to be really great in their careers. Lauren and Grace, obviously both dynamic scorers. Brittany Gray can can shoot it with the best of them. Uh, just a lot of three point shooters. So let's grab a headline real quick. Uh, we're down we're down three with five seconds left. Uh, who's taking the shot to tie the game? Um, I would probably have. I don't know. I would. 
I would give it to Brittany or Lauren probably. If it has to be a three, but if we can take it two, I'd probably either give it to Allie for on a ball screen with a roll, and then McKenna can be open for the post up and Allie for the layup. What about this team uh, is allowing you to peak at the right time in the season? Obviously, a little bit of a slow start. Now you're red hot. You're one of the. You're probably the most dangerous team in the GMAC right now, peaking with just or not 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 yet peaking, but uh, on the way there. Four games left in the regular season and the GMAC tournament on the way. What about that team, or what about this team is allowing you to do that? Um, I just think we believed in ourselves all the way through. Our practices have been getting stronger and stronger, and you practice like you play. So um, we've we've been scrimming each other more in practice, and I think we're some of our best competition we see all year, just inner squads inner squad scrimmaging. So I think that's helping us a lot. And once again, we're focusing in more on defense. At the beginning of the year, if you watched us, you'd see a lot of mental mistakes, not athleticism mistakes, but we've cut back on that a lot. Did you expect that you were going to somehow flip a switch and uh, and start rattling off some victories? Yeah, I I believe that the whole time. At the beginning of the year, we were getting very frustrated, and I just try to take the positive role and remind everyone that things will turn around. We're, we are too good a team to have a whole year that just wasn't what we wanted, and we did turn it around. Talking to J.C. Berger here on Radio Free Hillsdale, 101.7 FM on Charge Rundown. And J.C., again, coming into the season, you guys were picked to win the GMAC uh, regular season. Probably not going to happen at this point. Um, but that tournament, like Jake said, is looming. And what is it like for you come tournament time? Obviously, you got to experience three state final runs in high school. Last year was really special because you guys were the fifth seed and ended up winning the whole tournament. What's just different about March and how excited are you for the upcoming March season to come? Um. March is different because you have a heightened sense of urgency. Uh, any game could be your last game. And so you want to lay it all, all on the line, if not for yourself, if for your seniors, because their last game really is their last game. And you don't want to lose the moments with the team, you know. it's Each team is different, so you want to extend that run with them as long as you can. All right, JC, uh, for the listeners coming up, you guys have Ohio Valley on Thursday and then Ohio Dominican on Saturday. Uh, just give us a little preview about what those both those teams bring to the table. Ohio Valley is a very athletic team. They're steadily improving. Uh, last year, they had a couple rough uh, spots, had to get rid of half their team, but uh, they're definitely improving. They've been holding teams to just 10-point margins of victory, so they're definitely not one to look past. We're going to have to be sharp that day because they are a very athletic and strong team on defense. And then Saturday we play ODU, which is a huge game for us. They're one behind us in the standings. So um, ODU is a fast-paced team. They're a little wild, but um, they're very strong. They believe in their philosophy, and they're going to be tough when they guard us. So we're going to have to be really focused in on that day as well in hopes to move up in the tournament standings. And Ohio Valley, uh, that was a year ago where you guys beat them like 100 to nothing, right? It was that team? Yeah. That's... But th- but then again they they played better at home yeah when they, you guys played them mm-hmm. and then uh, you guys kind of got let one slip away against ODU right yeah we did they were we were up big at halftime but let them come back and we lost it in the fourth so so what can you do uh, this next time to make sure that they don't come back um, we let them get a few plays and they're an easily easily excitable team they. Um, had a few and ones and a couple threes and it really got their energy up and instead of digging in and fighting back we let our own energy fizzle so 
this time we just need to make sure to uh, ride the waves and make sure our highs aren't too high and our lows aren't too low. JC, before we let you go, take us through the week. So, like, what exactly do you – like, on Monday, like, do you guys have practice, like, at the same time every single day through the week? Like, do you do scouting on Mondays and Tuesdays? Or, like, how does how does your week look? Um, Mondays we'll have practice at 6.30, uh, 6.30 to 8.30. We'll do uh, probably some on-the-court scout. And Tuesday we'll practice at 3.15 and we'll have film for Ohio Valley and practice to 5. Wednesday we'll have practice – probably a little earlier because we'll leave to Ohio Valley, but we'll once again have Ohio Valley scout before we leave. Thursday we'll play Ohio Valley, have a shoot-around before. Friday will be all ODU, and um, we'll watch film on them multiple times on Friday, practice, go back to hotel, wake up Saturday, go to shoot-around, come back, watch film on them again, and then play. With that quick turnaround um, from Thursday to Saturday games, how do you feel like – you know, prepared wise, like how do you feel in your in your game? Like how better do you feel on playing a team on Saturday than you do on Thursday? Like which team, which like would you rather have the four days, or are you, are you just kind of a player that's like, all right, we can get one day of them and we're ready to roll? Um, I like to be prepared. I like the four day stretch. Um, it really gives you no excuse not to be completely prepared on the scout and to know their sets and everything. But on the same hand, one day is enough time to learn a scout. Um, we played all these players before and we should know their tendencies. So the one day should be plenty of time. Yeah. I have a, a couple last questions. So first, uh, this past Thanksgiving, you guys took a nice little team trip to winter park. How was that? Oh, it was so nice. Uh, Florida was a great change up from the cold weather. It was beautiful. We got to play teams that uh, we had never seen before. One team from Puerto Rico, which was pretty cool. We played University of Sciences, who were ranked nationally at the time. And I think that gave us great experience that we could carry through the rest of the year. So it was a really good trip. And we got to go to Disney World for a day. So How long were you down in Florida? Um, I want to say four or five days. Oh, so not fun at all then? No, not fun. Okay. Favorite <laughs> Disney ride, go. If it's not rock and roller coaster, it's not rock and roller oh coaster. Oh my! I'm get out of the booth. There's right so now. many. Probably splash. Yeah, splash, yeah. splash mountain. Okay, okay. <laughs> magic uh, Magic Kingdom is magic pretty Kingdom awesome. For space sure. Space Mountain's not bad either when it's not killing people. Like yeah. that's it's it's rocks your neck a lot. Like, yeah, it's it's not. But I like it still. So when I was a lot younger, we used to go to Disney every year because my mom would like run marathons throughout the park. Um and the best days are when it rains in the morning. Yeah, because people leave. Because then everyone leaves, and then you get and to you go on the ride. ride to yourself? We went on, my dad, my brother, and I went on the rock and roller coaster probably about 25 times in a row. Or you go on the rides when people are watching the fireworks show. Oh, yes. At Magic Kingdom, you can go on rides like six times in a row. Yeah. Okay. Um, Martin, do you have any? No, I was going to say I'm a big Animal Kingdom fan, too, but that's just besides the point. <laughs> Okay. Thanks, man. <laughs> Sorry. No, it's okay. Uh, and then your brother just committed to Hillsdale, right? Yes, he did. So Jake Berger, quarterback for Pittsburgh. Uh, who's the better Who's the better athlete? Jake, for sure. Not even going to put up a fight? No, he's. It's he is definitely way more athletic than me, without a doubt. Wow. Okay. I was just going to give you a platform to... No, I mean, I'm not going to lie. It's, I, it's, it's, no. You probably have the more accomplished high school career, though. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. You just hold up your rings to him, right? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Let the money talk, right? Yeah, that's true. Uh, how much influence did you have on him in making that decision? Um, I tried not to have a lot. I wanted him to make his own decision, you know? I wanted him to go somewhere 
where he went because it's what he liked not because jake and i are our best friends like i mm. love hanging out with him he's awesome but i didn't want him to come here just because of me i wanted him to go somewhere where he felt was his best fit and it turned out it was here and i'm very glad it was well we're gonna have uh two bergers on campus next year Exciting so stuff. is hillsdale ready i don't know uh <laughs> jc thank you so much for joining us uh good luck this week against ohio valley on thursday odu on saturday we know you're gonna kill it keep this five game winning streak going thank you thanks for having me guys and thank you for listening to Charge Rundown. I'm Martin Peterson. And I'm Jake Sievers. You're listening to Radio Free Hillsdale 101.7 FM.